THN is brought to you by Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, Listen Nerds Like You, and Floating Bunny head creator Jonathan Sims. Head to Skelenaut.com today to see John's comics, shirts, art prints, and more. That's S-K-E-L-E-N-A-U-T dot com. Yes. Ho, ho, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? Jolly devil. Good morning. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Justin. Hello, hello. Good morning, baby boys. It's time for Cover to Cover. We got a lot to talk about. I don't see no Jason McGuire in here, so... I guess we're not starting until he gets here. He might be dead. Jeez. That guy shows up like every time. I hope it, can somebody check on Jason Proof McGuire? Proof of life for on, uh, Jason McGuire, yeah. please. We just need to make sure he's okay. Um, a lot to talk about today. We're gonna get we're gonna get to it real quick here. I've pressed the record button and now it's time for a split cover to cover. So Thomas Branch is here. Welcome! To the Two-Headed Nerd comic book podcast, first and only Facebook talk show. We call it THN Cover to Cover for Saturday, August. For Saturday, August. September. Where am I? September d- dingus? 30th? The 30th or 28th? 28th. It's my dad's yeah, birthday. That's right. It's your dad's birthday. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Joe's dad. Here's how it works. He's 6'5". Every Saturday from 11 to noon Central Standard Time, Joey and I are talking all things comics and nerd related, and we do it with you nerds live. You can call us at 402-819-4894 or... Click our Facebook Call Now button if you want to get in on the action. If you can't do it live, that's fine. Leave us a message on that same phone number or send us an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com before we get started. Joey, I need you to reset the question of the week. He's 6'5 he's years. Spin not, it back. Spin it back. He's 6'5 years, not 6'5. He's 6'5? Six six, no, he's, he's short. He's short. You're saying he's a tall drink of water? No, he's the same height as me. Oh, he's a little dude. Yeah, I'm not a little dude. I'm... A foot taller than you. <laughs> I didn't say I'm not a really little dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we don't have to make fun of my handicap in front of everyone. I'm crippled. Okay. Stop it. It's true. You're handicapable. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've got ourselves a goocher. This week's question was once again submitted by Black Scorpion the Three via the THN forums. I'm sorry to hear of the passing of Pecan, the loyal dog of Stately Lord Fungus. Let's celebrate the doggos and other pets that give humanity to our super powered gods. Who's your favorite pet, oh, whether super-powered or not, in comics? Okay. We're going to talk about super pets. Super pets. Super pets. The phone line is open, 402-819-4894. There is all manner of other stuff to talk about. Spider-Man's back in the MCU. Yep, Mommy and Daddy made up. Well, they went to counseling. for one more movie. One more Spider-Man movie and one more MCU movie. Right. Which he had which said, will turn into more. Which so is, let's he was already contracted for. So yeah, people are like, oh yeah, but it's only one more movie. Does Venom show up? No. He better not. I don't think no. He better not. No. That's so dumb. And I don't. I Avengers think, Four. I think the Venomoning. Uh, I think that this deal actually precludes Tom Holland from appearing in those other Spider-Man spinoffs. It does. It's the same deal. So it's the same thing they had set up basically. But from what I understand, like Marvel's footing part of the bill. Pardon me. Disney is footing part of the bill. 25% Sony's financing. Part of the bill. And yeah. Disney's actually getting a bigger cut on the back end of the other Spider-Man than they were. Uh, Sony agreed to Disney's original terms without even deliberating. Yeah. So it's well, Sony, what happened was they came, showed up, and they're like, here's the deal. We know what we've got in our hand. We've got the power. And Marvel Studios went, 
No, you don't. See you later. <laughs> and they're like, what? Yeah. And you they, don't even want to talk? They waited They waited just enough time for uh, to be able to gauge fan reaction. And when they saw yeah, so that well, the majority so of the happened. crowd was firmly against them, yes. they were like, okay. Hey, I know I said you guys, some. Uh, still I know wanna, uh, we said some nasty things. You still want to be in the Spider-Man business? Uh, uh, sorry, baby. You yeah, know, I still I love mean, you. <laughs> so yeah. Tom Holland on his Instagram had that. So I posted so it on the fan group. So good. It was the, it was that clip of uh, from Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, it was Leo and Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> saying, like, "I'm not fucking leaving." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but I think we all saw that coming. Yeah, of course. This is like the most uh, unshocking, shocking news yeah. of the year. Yeah. yeah. For those of you who play fantasy football, this is like Melvin Gordon holding out on the Chargers and pretending like they're going to like just buckle and be like, all right, man. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, well, guess what? He's reporting to work this Sunday. So. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Jason McGuire is here. He okay. made it. Jason, we're He's glad alive. you're okay. Everything's fine. Jason, we're glad you're Business okay. Business as usual. We didn't see you. We sent the cops to your house. Yeah. We we're not like swatting you or anything. We actually did no, go no, check no, on it. No, it was like, please, our friend is. Yeah. Yeah. We were worried. Uh, lots of other crap to talk about. Is there? Yeah. I thought, are you kidding me? Good news is, we don't have to worry about Thank it. Thank God. Somebody's calling. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? Hey, nerds. It's Kyle from San Diego. Kyle. Hi, Kyle. How are you today, sir? And what do you want to rap about? Oh, it's been a, it's been a long morning, but oh no, <laughs> that's okay. And you're like two hours behind us too, so it's like it's like four in the morning there, right? It, it started really early. Do you know what time it is, Matt? Huh? Do you know what time it is? I know what time it is here. I don't know what time it is wherever it, in like. Do you know what eleven San minus Diego. two is? It's some. I know that. <laughs> okay. It's like a wormhole. <laughs> what do you want to rap about, buddy? Uh, just calling about the question of the week. It let's, is. Let's talk about it. So. Uh, I'm just going to say I really enjoy Lion Cat. Lion Cat. And, yep. I yep. love it. Lion Cat is and, so cool. And for those of you who don't know from Saga, Lion Cat is a cat that says one thing. And he says, lie. When he knows yeah, someone is lying. 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 <laughs> so good. <laughs> Anytime Lion Cat is on the page, I just know we're going to have a good time. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Such a great character. Yeah, and it's just so clever because it's like it's a very one trick character, but you know Brian K. Vaughn put it in there just for him to use it to let the reader know certain things. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. There's a really great scene. Um it's maybe in the somewhere in the twenties issues. Uh, I don't remember what issue it is, but uh the young girl, um that they that he rescues right uh the, she's laying with lion cat like under a tree somewhere and she's talking about like how broken she is and yeah. how everything was her fault oh. and when she says like oh. it's all my fault that that this happened to me lion cat like lifts her head up off of the girl's lap and says lying and then lays back down yeah it's so great yeah and oh and the little girl like mm, yeah just kind of squeeze it oh <laughs> yep. That's so y- sweet. Y- you have really touching moments like that. And then, you know, Lion Cat's not afraid to throw shade on, on Will as well. You oh, know? yeah. You know, where, where, where Will's talking with, like, his ex-girlfriend. And then, like, he's like, oh, you know, I, I never really uh, was in love with you. And he's like, Lion. Like, he's just, he, just, he doesn't care. He throws shade on everyone. Yeah. And then he has tender moments, you know. And uh, and so I, I, I just think it's uh, it's really clever. I really like him. And I... I you know, it's uh, it's just really fun. 
Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, That's Pat- an excellent answer. Patrick says that was Saga issue 23. Thank okay. you, Patrick. Saga issue 23. There you go. Always good to uh, talk to you. Thank you for the Lion Cat answer. I forgot about Lion Cat. Patrick then says, just kidding, I have no idea. Uh. <laughs> Patrick, God damn it! <laughs> Kyle, I, think- I hope your day gets better, man. I'm sorry it was a rough one. Yeah, squeeze out. Uh, I've, got, I've got a sick kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't want to know because there's probably feces involved. Yeah, it's it's both ends. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, we're gonna let you go so you can clean that up. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds good. Good luck, buddy. Thanks, Kyle. Have a good one. All right. Lion Cat. Oh, that's such a great answer. I totally forgot about Lion Cat. And Lion Cat is that character in the story that calls everybody on their bullshit, basically, but just does it with one line <laughs> yeah that's, that's a really good answer that's and such it a wouldn't have answer. occurred to me because i'm about uh four years behind on saga <laughs> i am behind as well i need to catch up on saga yeah I, I i left off somewhere in the late 20s Will you get a little closer to your mic i felt i was being a little yeah, loud sorry no just move a little closer i'll turn all you right. down no it's all right i'm good if okay. you think it's good i'm good but yeah i definitely need to catch up on saga 402-819-4894 we're talking comic pets um, I found the picture that I posted on our Facebook for the event had, what was the name of the blob from Legion of Superheroes? Prody. Prody. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be confused with Prody 2, because there were two of them. Did Prody 1 die? Prody 1 died. Oh. Yes. Prody 1 died impersonating Lightning Lad. Okay. When they were, uh, no, I'm sorry, impersonating Superboy, I believe. Okay. Remember when I asked you to get a little closer to your mic? I did. No, you immediately Some bitch. Backed, immediately backed off and started talking like this. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so light, uh, Lightning Lad had died. Okay. And so it's, it's a very famous issue uh, where he's in this like glass coffin and uh, uh, several members of the Legion are standing around his coffin holding lightning rods. And uh, the idea is that the lightning will strike the rod and then transfer the life energy into lightning. And he's yeah, back sure. Alive. That's how it works. But then whoever gets hit dies. So it's like a sacrifice. Um, and it's like, oh, shit, Superboy. Superboy died. But it was Prody. Oh, it wasn't Superboy. It was Prody pretending to be Superboy. Yeah, because he's a shape changer. But he's a person. He's not a pet. He's an he's an alien. Yeah. I mean, it's weird that they, he's part of the Legion of Super Pets because okay. Prody is not. I don't think I would consider him an animal. But, OK. Uh, yeah. Prody. All right. Prody. And then like that's a very famous thing in Legion lore. And when Brad Meltzer took over Justice League of America. Brad Meltzer. Yeah. Um, he kind of called back to that. Uh, the very first story arc was called the lightning saga. Okay. No, no, it was the jail. It was the JLA JSA team up. Uh, it was called the lightning saga and it was like the return of the original Legion of superheroes. And they were trying to bring somebody back to life. It's awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. It sounds awesome. It is awesome. You read those books, you know, they're awesome. 402-819-4894. We would love to talk to you. We do have some voicemails from some peeps as well talking about the answer of the week let's start with our good friend jimmy randall shall we uh jimmy randall who says all right we got a google voice first we do Uh, yeah we have a google voice the guy called in way early oh way early yeah monday oh nice adam krychek i guess hey guys uh this is adam krychek i just called in the answer the question of the week is he a new dude um i am gonna go with brody uh, so Prody was Chameleon Boy's pet 
uh, at one point, like you said, he, well, he actually, I think he's enlightening that, but he actually disguised himself as Saturn Girl. Oh, sorry, Saturn Girl. In order to take her place in some kind of sacrifice. She was uh, planning to resurrect Lightning Lad. Um, but, you know, he's a fun little pet. He can turn into other people. Um, and then there was actually a Cody 2 after Cody 1 was killed. But then uh, there's also the fact that uh, I think it's in the five-year-later Legion, they revealed that Brody wasn't killed whenever he resurrected Lightning Lad. He actually um, transferred his mind into Lightning Lad's body. So the Lightning Lad that we've known since the Silver Age is actually uh, Brody, which I was, that was pretty cool. Place. But anyway, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, enjoy the show. Adam Krychek, welcome aboard. You just the, told Joe Patrick to fuck off the live on the internet. It is wild. Well, you totally got it wrong. Adam just set you straight. I, I, I knew it was somebody. I, I thought it was Super Bowl. It was Saturday. Uh, yeah. See, so just sitting here talking your smack. You're supposed to be the Legion guy. I wow. am the Legion guy. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. Saturn Girl, not Superboy. And Modern Day Lightning Lad is Prody. That I did not know. Because I, I haven't read the five years later Legion okay. series. I wonder if that stands up in the uh, latest Legion. Yeah, I kind of doubt it. I kind of doubt it, too. <laughs> yeah. Although it would, maybe that's why he, that's why he switched race. What? Lightning Lad's black now, right? Or is it Bouncing Boy's black now? Lightning Lad is black. Lightning Lad is black now, yeah. Because at first we had it swapped. Yeah. Yes, originally <laughs> it was Bouncing Boy and he looked like Ron Vunches. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm fine with. I still want that. Now, why did you... Oh, God, I would have read cowards. it. Cowards. I would have read it with Ron Funch's voice. Yes. Every line. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I still do not understand the whole idea of Prody being considered a pet because he is definitely a sentient alien being. She said, he said it was Chameleon Boy's pet. I get it. I'm saying that's bullshit. Yeah, but on his planet, that's, you know... It's not bullshit. It's different, okay? Open your oh, mind. Oh, sorry. So sorry. Minds are like parachutes, Joe Patrick, okay? Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who dis? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. Hello, Brian. How are you today, sir? Good. What's going on, guys? We're just chilling, talking about super pets. We're uh, educating ourselves on the history of Prody. We just learned a lot about Legion of more than we ever wanted to know about Prody from the Legion of Superheroes. Um, I'm not really sure who that is, so I look forward to that segment. All it's, right, great. It's something. What do you want to rap about? <laughs> um, well, a couple things, but the, uh, the super pet is kind of a basic answer, but... Um, the James Robinson issue of um, Superman that he did of Crypto, it's, it's like number 680. Oh, um, yes. And it's like from it's from Crypto's perspective. Oh, and, yeah. Um, it's it's like it's everything I love about Robinson's writing and that like it's it's like you can feel the heart and like the love. But it's like it's also in his like weird like staccato uh, uh, scripting and like the, the formatting is kind of strange and like it, it just it, it's a little it's clunky but it's like dog talking clunky right so it's, right it works um yeah i love it and and that was one of the first times where i was like okay i actually like i get crypto mm-hmm. like this usually he's just like he's here doesn't he look you know cute with his tape but this was <laughs> like oh he has a purpose and he does stuff and he's um he's he's vital like he's important okay i don't know the origin of crypto the super dog well, well like how is there a kryptonian dog here or is it a kryptonian dog? yeah he's he's from krypton where did he come from uh well he wasn't in <laughs> the rocket in the silver age look man they painted themselves in a corner because they were like we need to introduce more super characters oh yeah 
And because so they were like, like the last Kryptonian, Supergirl. except for these fifteen other Kryptonians. Right, yeah, <laughs> there's there's everybody that was in the Phantom Zone. Yeah, uh, Supergirl was fired from a separate rocket. Right, and also her whole city survived. Well, she took for a, a left, while. She took like a left turn. Yeah, exactly. And it took her longer to get here. Uh. And then Crypto was fired uh, to Earth in a different rocket, a dog-sized rocket. I don't know. Was I, it was it shaped like a dog house? Did it was it a dog house? <laughs> no, it was shaped like a rocket, <laughs> like like Snoopy when he flies around in World <laughs> like War Two. Yeah, like the Red Baron. Uh, no, because that is a missed opportunity. Yeah, for, definitely. <laughs> um, I had a, a one of the DC Blue Ribbon digests from the eighties. Uh, I had a, a few of them that were reprints of old. Uh, Golden Age and Silver Age Superman stories, and there was one that had um, like a two-page spread of like the trajectory of everyone that escaped Krypton. It's oh, like, and it was like the planet Krypton and planet Earth. Yeah, and it's like dotted lines, and like right. here's the rocket. Superman went straight there. Yeah, and it's like uh, Supergirl, like whipping around. right. Argo, Argo City safely escapes Krypton, but oh, something goes bad and it gets destroyed as well. So Supergirl gets fired off of Argo City. And then Crypto's like in its, in its oh, that's own right, rocket. Argo City left. Argo, Argo City's City like, we're out of here. Yeah, Screw yeah. you guys. And um, then Argo City was destroyed? Something happened. I don't remember. I mean, this was 35 years ago. Something happened uh, to Argo City and everybody died. It, like, kryptonite poisoning caught didn't up to or something. Didn't we find out they're still alive, though? This was the Silver Age now. Okay. The the things have been retconned a dozen times since then. I can't do this with my allergies as bad as they are. It's <laughs> like, uh, so I, I honestly don't know how modern crypto got here. I don't know if it's been addressed. Brian, do you know how modern crypto got here? Well, because in the I'm, New 52. I, I was trying to remember. I feel like in in um, Morrison's action comics, because there's a crypto issue in there that's pretty like good. Um, and I don't. I think there may have been an explanation of where crypto came from. Right. I um, just I, realized. It, I have no that idea. was like five years ago. I don't right. remember. And, exactly. and the new 52 crypto is like some sort of dire wolf looking dude. Uh, he's not the he's not the oh, no, crypto that, that we know. But that's one that was hanging out with Superboy, right? That's the on Young Justice, the whatever. cartoon. Yeah, but didn't they, wasn't, didn't they bring that in? Sort um, of? He's kind of like, the, yeah, he's more like, he's almost like wolf slash greyhound like he's big yeah. and thin and like kind of more alien looking than like you right. know a husky yeah you know, he's like a exactly. full-on kryptonian he's, he's usually, animal he usually looks like a like a gray was he kind of a gray uh golden retriever kind of like generic dog are you they know, calling him yeah. dog like are they calling him crypto retriever. i think they called him crypto they yeah. call him, he was definitely crypto yeah because there, there's a cool issue in that first um year that morrison did where he He's like in the house with Clark and he and there's like a ghost and he detects like the ghost and it's like all these things. But it's I actually one those. of those. Yes, it's the, it's it's one of the, the criminals trying to break out of the Phantom Zone. Yes. So it's like he's like haunting, but it's like in crypto, like figures it out and is like, nope, I, you're going back, <laughs> you know, like he, uh, he kind of it's, it's almost like Night Watchman kind of thing. Like, he, yeah, he, yeah, I think he solved it without even Superman knowing like it was like. Crypto is more than just like a, a good dog. He's I do like remember that. Capable. Okay. I'm yeah. looking at a picture of the new 52 crypto, and it al- he almost looks like a panther. That's stupid. It, he looks bizarre. I like yeah. I like little white, like short hair, traditional looking yeah. Earth dog crypto. crypto. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's weird. It's kind of silly. I didn't know other people could call in over you, Brian, but someone is calling in. How's oh. this working? Okay. This is well, bizarre. hold on. 
but I can't say. I don't know. I'm not sure what this happened. You, have you lost control? No, of, of the podcast, Matt. I don't know. There's no way to answer another call. So I well, guess just let it go to voicemail yeah, then. I guess we're having will. a conversation. I, but I can't like make it shut up either. <laughs> that was weird. All right, the, Thomas Branch came through with the info. New Fifty Two Crypto was trapped in the Phantom Zone. Okay. And that's how he survived Krypton's destruction. He was found by Superman. Okay. And then they All escaped. right. There we go. Okay. That's Works for me. Makes yeah. more sense than a, a dog in a rocket. Really. It kind of does. <laughs> yeah. I assume Streaky the Supercat got the same treatment. Cat-shaped rocket? Probably, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I don't know if Streaky is from Krypton. Maybe. Oh, that's another adventure. That's a whole other <laughs> research. I got somebody else desperately trying to get in here, so I'm going I'm to let apparently, you go. Apparently. Thank you for right, your have, crypto. Have a good show, guys. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Have a good one. Phone line is open. We would love to hear from whoever it was that somehow jumped ahead of uh, Brian like that. I've never seen that happen. That was so weird. Two of you are fighting to get in. Call us, 402-819-4894. Let's do this. Uh, yeah, uh, I had no idea. I didn't realize where crypto came from. Streaky the super cat is an earth cat. An earth cat. That was given superpowers by an unusual form of kryptonite. Of course. This is back when like everybody was getting smallville like, yeah. oh, man, I boiled some kryptonite with my ramen noodles, and now I have noodle power. Right. Yeah, exactly. Know, like, <laughs> give exactly. Me a goddamn break. Uh, Amy Adams has an eating disorder, but now she's got a kryptonite eating disorder. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. That's how it was. Thank you for calling DHN cover to cover. Caller, who this? This is John from Jersey calling in. John. Look at this guy. You sound fantastic. Where's What's he going been? on? What you have in your coffee this morning? <laughs> Jesus. What do you want to rap about, John? <laughs> I want to I call my shot on Hawks and Pox, and now it's going to wrap up. Okay. Hawks and Pox. What you got? All right. Here's the thing. When we first met Krakoa, why was he bringing all those mutants to him? He was trying to get them all stored up so he could take drain their energy. That's how Krakoa gets yeah, yeah. his energy to do things. Yeah, he wanted to eat he them, right? He put mutants in a stasis. Yeah. Right. He Everybody's would... wondering, where are all the original X-Men that all these clones are based off of? And what's in that secret room somewhere underneath Krakoa? The X-Men are in there. I think that Krakoa has the X-Men in stasis, the original ones, somewhere. And I'm calling my shot, too, that I think the Cyclops X-Men-led team is all, like, members of the Summers family and, like, Corsair yeah. and shit. Right, in the I think the reason that's the team is because Cyclops and his family need to get off-world so they can figure out how to deal with Xavier. Interesting. Whoa. Okay, so last episode I called it was going to be X-Men versus the X-Men. Now... I didn't yeah, go, I was down with that. I didn't go as deep as you're going, but I like where your head is at. So more, here's the thing. I'm sticking with my Moira is inside Professor X. I'm That's, sticking with that. No, Moira, yeah. Moira. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. I, something's going on with Xavier's mind and Moira yeah. and Moira, all that. I don't know where that's going, but I need desperately for them to do something for Cyclops to redeem him for all of the shit they yes. have put him through. I totally agree. And if, and if Cyclops is the one who can put together the plan to save the X-Men from Professor Xavier, I am down with it. I like where your head's at here. I really so like I don't it. know. I think you're absolutely right. I think the yeah. original X-Men are in stasis in Krakoa being held. And that is where Professor X or Moira or whoever got all the genetic info that they needed. And yeah. got all the genetic info from Mr. Sinister. And he's using them. Well, and then he used Sinister to rebuild bodies and stuff like that. I mean, like, 
It's all tied like in. They've already addressed where they're because getting the no DNA. Way. Mr. Sinister is cataloging all of these. There's no way Professor X, that Professor X we know, goes, <laughs> hey, Apocalypse. Hey, Mr. Sinister. I just think. You guys I aren't so bad. We should talk. Done, he's done such a good job. He's done such a good job of tying in all these disparate eras and mutants. And they haven't done anything to touch on giant size X-Men. And they've got freaking Krakoa right there. Like they yep. haven't. You know what I mean? Like they haven't addressed that side of of his whole thing. And I mean, I forget I think totally if they right. ever addressed that in Wolverine and the X-Men. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. That's my point is like Krakoa has already kind of been redeemed in the eyes of the X-Men. They he he lived part of him lived at the X-Men. Well, and they they did talk about that because I think it was Doug Ramsey. I can't remember for certain. But somebody yeah. was just like, yeah, he was lonely and just wanted to talk to us this whole time. And he was completely misunderstood. Yeah, but, but it was that something doesn't like that. jive with him. The whole first issue of Giants, the whole Giants of X-Men, is he needs to drain off of their mutant powers right. to grow more powerful. Well, that's like saying, and, like, and hey, maybe Dracula's Krakoa just a doesn't dude even like know you it. and me. Isn't the, section, <laughs> isn't the section on his island secret even from him? The no space, and that's where Moira is. Moira is in the no space. Yeah, because they, they, they said, mentioned yeah. Moira's he, no space in the last issue. It's the one place where yeah. Krakoa cannot see you. Right. The no space. Yeah. Yeah. The no I no don't know. Space. I, just, no I space. hope. I hope that I would be devastated if we don't get to see Hickman write a good Cyclops that's more than just a drone of Xavier. That. So I need to believe that somewhere. He's going to pull this out and, and give us a redemptive arc there because they've done my boy wrong for too many years. I think so, so too. And I can't remember who it was that was talking to us last week that wasn't crazy about it. Um, there was like, oh, you start cloning. Oh, it was Brian. It's Brian Domingos. Yeah. He's like, you start cloning him and what does it matter? What does it matter? Well, that's, that's part of the story, I think. That is part of the, the story. Idea that I agree. Are, and these the personalities. Idea that there are no stakes, right? You right. can bring back anybody that died. And I think these that's personalities are also part of it. I think he's rubbing it in our face. Yes, it's been here the whole time. In, in all of the in yeah. all of the da- data pages, yeah. they they're like there's hints about like, well, we don't know what will happen if this happens. And uh Right. Well, he makes all the stuff we've already a, done that we're he, not going to. Yeah, right. He makes a he makes a backup uh, once a once a month or once a week or whatever it is, and it's and it's just, uh, copied to five different uh, hard drives. Right. Oh, but if he doesn't hear, if Cerebro doesn't hear from somebody in a month, then I guess we bring him back from the dead. Right. Well, what if the person's just hiding from Cerebro? You know, like there's right. all these little things that's like, yeah, the versions of the X-Men that we're seeing might not be the versions of the X-Men we know. Right. I, but is but another thing, you know, you know what Chekhov said about talking about putting someone's brain in someone else's body. If you do it in Act 1, you set it right, up in yeah, Act exactly. 1, you got to pay it off in Act 3. Yeah, exactly. it's, Chek- it's Chekhov's Xavier. It's Chekhov's mind wipe. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And also there was the thing about um, Professor X is capable of rebooting his own mind. Yeah, yes. and he's, and done, he's it done it twice. Yeah, what does that yeah. mean? Right. The so best like, part about this whole story is you can talk about it openly, spoilers and everything, and it doesn't spoil anything for anybody. Because we won't. If you yeah. haven't read every single issue in order, none of it makes any goddamn sense. No, well, absolutely. absolutely. And I think that we're we're two issues from the end, and yeah. I think that if anyone is expecting to have all the questions answered by House uh, by Powers of Ten number <laughs> <Yeah>. six, <laughs> you are. Fooling right. yourself. Yeah, I think all it's going to do is <laughs> right. set up what happens in X Men One. Because That's yeah, all like it's the doing. solicits for all this yeah, stuff is like setup. They're still talking about Krakoa. They're still handing yeah. out the weird plants. Yeah, 
you know, it's the, this stuff is not getting wrapped up anytime soon. No, no, so, and I don't want it to. I, I am loving every single issue. I've been talking to people in my real life who every once in a while we'll talk if there's some big news, if Sony and Spider-Man have a fight or something, we might talk. But every single week, these people are checking in with me about these issues. Every single week, students at the school I work yeah, at are checking in with same me. Like, this is this is rejuvenated interest in the X-Men at a time where Marvel really needs it. So Absolutely. I'm really excited. I agree. I Absolutely. Agree. And I think that the things that like Brian was kind of, um, upset about criticizing. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. the nothing is accidental. Nothing is thrown away no, with no, Hickman. No, right. nothing. No, and nothing. Like I know some people didn't really love his whole Avengers thing. It was, it was a little overcomplicated for some people and I get that, but uh, as opposed to like his Fantastic Four, right, run, which was much more which family is where that stuff, but that's brilliant. where that They're belongs. Brilliant. Like the, um, the weird Hickman stuff belongs in Fantastic Four. It's a little weird in. Avengers. But that's right, yeah. and I think it belongs in X Men too. Like I just got yes. through. I just bought the um, collected editions of um, what you might call it, the uh, uh, Grand Design, and just reading that through, I'm reading it through with my eight year old. It's crazy the X Men yeah. history. I mean, it yeah. is totally it's already yeah. convoluted. Time traveling was not a cloning and, kind of guy. No outer space no, and it was, different yeah, right. it was demonic nuts. versions of people and like yeah, it was. I crazy. mean, Claremont was doing the Hickman shit before Hickman was doing the absolutely. Hickman shit. So absolutely, so yep. it fits totally. It's it's perfect here and. I love his reverence for all of the different eras of the X-Men. I mean, he yeah. made gold balls and Forge cool. I never have liked Forge. Hey, Forge has always been cool. You just back up, buddy. You back up. I love Forge, okay? Hey, you can love Forge all you want. That's fine. But, like, I, got, I started reading X-Men. Um, I started reading classic X-Men. And at the same time, it was like the Murr Island X-Men were coming out right around there. Yeah. Like X-Men 250. And Forge was just the dude who cost Storm his powers, so I was just like, whatever, forget this guy. They there was a long anyway. time where Forge was an asshole. Yeah, a long yeah. Oh, time. Forge. Yeah, they were trying. No but they were trying to do this, Professor Xavier. But they were trying to do this conflicted mutant thing where he was like, "Look, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a futurist. I can fix this. Oh, I fixed it wrong. You know, I can refix my fix. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? He was sort of like I do love. He was very much like a Tony Stark type character, but not right. as egotistical. Except, he was except, more internal. He can only be he's limited to modern technology, right? Yeah. Like it has to be feasible. He can't invent some new form of technology. Well, can only take no, they got way away from that. Right? They got way Forge, away from like that. A Forge can. Well, that's because like he built like utopia and crap overnight with like right, all this well, like yeah who, who even knows how like did he do it with his hands did he make robots did it? I don't yeah, know like, I don't know and, and I don't recall him having made Xavier's chair but I think that's cool too so I'm down with that I believe he oh, did oh yeah the, float, sure he the did, floaty did, chair but I don't remember that yeah. he made the floaty anyway, chair anyway I just I, I wanted to call in and right before the end of this miniseries and say I as an X-Men fan from the beginning of reading comic books for me I've never been as excited since maybe Age of Apocalypse. Yeah, I'm and right there with then, you. And I was too stupid to know that that was only going to be for about four months. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm right there right. with you. Uh, I, I think everybody... I'm going to cut you off because someone else is trying to call yeah, in. please do. But we will talk next week when we all find out and yeah. our heads are blown off. So we'll see. Two, right, two weeks I'll to go. I'm sorry, two often, weeks. Guys. Two weeks. Have you better. Weekend. You too, John. Johnny. Love that guy. Uh, I just think that everybody needs to remember that Hickman plays the long game and that yes. the things that he set up some things from Fantastic Four, but definitely everything he started in Avengers didn't come to fruition until Secret Wars. Yeah. That was 
several years later. Three, four years yeah. later, something like that. Yeah. So Crazy. we're just getting started. Yeah. Uh, Beppo the Super Chimp. Beppo the Super Where'd Beppo come from? Beppo the Super Chimp. We named our Golden Beppo Awards after him. Yes. Uh, despite his resemblance to an Earth monkey, due to convergent evolution producing analogous species to fill similar ecological wow. niches, wow. Beppo is from the planet Krypton. Some fucking nerd really <laughs> thought about that one. Congratulations, nerd. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who dis? I'm sorry. I just like, we just learned about the origin of Beppo, the super monkey. Beppo? And it actually, blew my mind. Beppo? <laughs> He was originally one of Jor-El's <laughs> test animals. He decided to stow away on baby Kal-El's rocket. So Beppo was on Superman's rocket and then he just like skipped away unseen. Beppo crawled in the rocket. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Caller. I'm sorry. Who this? What a, what a monkey thing to do. Matt, tell me <laughs> Hello, about Patrick. it. Uh, monkey in a round. Hey, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Ladies uh, and gentlemen, Patrick. Resident Gallagher. Aquaman super fan, Patrick. Hello, sir. What are we rapping about today? You're going to rap about Aquaman's dolphin? Uh, uh, believe it or not, Topo is not my favorite super pet. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Topo. I'm going to go with, um, what? Nothing. Topo's awesome. I know. I, for, I forgot Topo's name. <laughs> it's <so> Topo. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, I'm sorry. Is Topo a boy or a girl? Topo is a uh, octopus. I'm guessing a boy. Topo was an octopus. Yes. Oh, I thought Topo was a dolphin. Yeah. What was the dolphin's no. name? Uh, you mean his mom? His dolphin mom? Are are you thinking about the character dolphin? Aquaman had a dolphin mom? <laughs> wasn't it wasn't the deal like they put they put young Arthur like out on the rocks to die. They cast him out because he had cursed blonde hair, right? Uh right. and he was rescued by a dolphin, a dolphin. Oh, okay. I thought you were oh, trying yeah, to tell I don't me that name. there was some aspect. I think the dolphin has a name. I thought you were trying to tell me there was some aspect of the story where Aquaman's dad, like, <laughs> fuck the dolphin, put it in a dolphin. Because <laughs> 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 that happens. There's weirdos that do that. All right. Yeah. Look, <laughs> and that would have made secret files. That would have been a whole, there. whole different movie, by the way. <laughs> that would have changed that movie quite uh, a bit. Now there is a character named Dolphin. But yeah, yeah, that's she not is thing. not a dolphin. Yeah, she is a person named Dolphin. Yeah, right. which is a dumb name. Anyway, Patrick, oh, God, take it away. Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, hey, hey good. Sorry, thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? <laughs> hey, uh, resident Aquaman super fan, Patrick. Hey, Patrick, what do you want to rap about today? Uh, a couple things. So, uh, question of the week. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's tech- I- I'm gonna I'm gonna get away with it on a technicality. Uh, I'm gonna go with Lockheed. Okay. Um, that's not a technicality. Hard to say. Hard to say it's a pet because it is a sentient alien. He isn't from an alien uh, race, of race of dragons. Still but, a pet. Still a pet. Right. But since he was on the Pet Avengers, I'm going to say it's allowed. Totally counts. Yeah. Lockheed if if is, Prody was a super pet, then yeah. a Pet Avenger also counts. Totally counts. Lockheed was going to be my answer, but I am switching to my second answer now because they were neck oh, and neck. I'm they sorry. Were, that's not okay. Really sorry, but. No, they were very close. Uh, and I was like, I honestly could not decide which one it was. But. Now I know. Oh, well, then I helped you out. You're Thank welcome. Thank you, Patrick. Lockheed is the little dragon that hung out with Kitty Pride on the X-Men. Correct. Uh, back in the 80s and 90s. He's popped up here and there. We later on learned that Lockheed was an alien and a spy. Lockheed was sent to spy on humanity. We learned that in, from S.W.O.R.D. later on. Oh, uh, that, no, that I don't recall. She found him on an al- on like a brood ship. Uh-huh. And Lockheed was sent to spy on humanity. But... Well, 
fell he saved them from the saved them several times he uh, fell in love and like he went native well i mean that's like black panther when he's like yeah i joined the avengers so that i could spy on them yeah that's what christopher priest right introduced but in the end yeah. In the end, he's a good dude. I'm right, not exactly. saying he's a bad guy. And super cute. Yeah. And super cute. Like when when I was I when I was a kid people. reading X Men stuff, like who doesn't want a cool purple dragon as a pet? Tell me about like, it. Like that's fucking rad. A cool purple flying dragon? Yes. Yeah. Ian. He he falls in love with another dragon on Battleworld during Secret Wars. Yes. And oh, then God. when they come back, forgot about this. The other dragon turns into like a giant dragon, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. There was something I can't remember why, but yeah. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But I just I just remember seeing that cover of that X Men issue where the dragon from Secret Wars is now this gigantic dragon. Yeah. And then she left him for Fing Fang Foom. It was horrible. <laughs> and he was super upset about it. Never forgave Fing Fang Foom. Uh, so while we have Patrick on the well, line, I mean, there's size issues. How does that work out otherwise? I mean, right. Right. Giant yeah. dragon, little dragon. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's complicated. Can't, can't be truly satisfied. <laughs> uh, so while we have Patrick on the line, he very helpfully posted this in the chat. The original crypto was put in a pocket universe during Crisis on Infinite Earths by the Time Trapper and later discovered by Superman, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> the Time Trapper was like, and your little dog, too. You know what I mean? I guess. What's the fucking time trapper's problem? I mean, he's a real jerk. I guess. Jeez. Back when everybody had kick-ass names like Time Trapper and Psycho Pirate. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Patrick, thank you for your call. It is always good to talk to you, buddy. Yeah. Also, uh, real quick, I wanted to add, I can't remember if I, we talked about this uh, last week or week before. Have you guys been reading uh, Absolute Carnage? Yes, I didn't. I've uh, I've been reading it. Caught up yet? I've read the first two. I it's so much fun. It is so much stupid fun. So good. It shouldn't be. No, it shouldn't be good. It should be the dumbest shit. It should be the worst thing. But it is. I'm like I'm getting every all of the tie-ins, all the minis and stuff. Tie-ins have been tons Uh, of fun too. They've been really good. Yeah. It's, They're great. It's ridiculous. Even the scream tie-in was good. (laughs) Um, I will say that the. the first issue of I think it's separation anxiety with the family. I found that yeah. one, that one was really upsetting. Yeah, dude. I like I I was very uncomfortable at the end. I was like, this is not okay. Speaking of uh, pets, <laughs> uh, Sleeper the Venom Cat is there. Yeah. Sleeper the Venom Cat. There's a Venom Cat. Well, it's it's another alien no. that you know sure. symbiote that like yeah yeah the uh, first host miniseries introduced a new uh, a new symbiote and he's popping back up. Yep. Oh, nice. He's a little he's a little baby. He's a little baby symbiote. Sure. That's why he's he's on the little cat. There you go. Makes total sense. There you go. Makes total sense. All right, Patrick. Somebody else is fighting to get in yep. here, so I'm gonna let you go, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Cool. cool. Bye bye. Later. 402-819-4894. Uh speaking of I mean it's not really a pet. Uh, I'll get to it in a minute. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? JD got a cat. That's it. There's we my three it. second delay. <laughs> How are we doing, JD? <laughs> Frustrated. <laughs> I saw you trying to call, relentlessly trying to call, but you here you are. You're in. Yes. Oh. All right. Uh, so answer of the week. Uh, I posted on the Facebook page uh, three pictures. I decided uh, the other people will probably talk about more, so I got to go with my namesake. I got to go with Jeff the Land Shark. <laughs> <laughs> what is Jeff the Land Shark? Uh, I will go. I'll let Jeff explain. Okay, explain <laughs> Jeff the Land Shark, please. Okay, well, obviously, you've not caught up on West Coast Adventures. No. Uh, 
but it's it's from the it's from the Kelly Thompson around at West Coast Avengers. If you remember in the first issue, they fought a herd of land sharks. Yes, I do remember that. Quadruped sharks. Well, at the end of that story arc, after Gwenpool joins the team, uh, she adopts the baby one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and joins yes. the team. Now, the what the part of that that really endeared me was at this point, uh, Elsa Bloodstone had joined the team or was helping the team at that point. And she was all like, I'm going to, you know, and she's like, it's a monster. It needs to be put down. And they kind of fight her for it. And there's this great set of panels where she looks at it and she goes, all monsters need to be put down. And you may be, you may very well be one of those things. But until I learn otherwise, Nothing will ever hurt you. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, it just gives her, it just gives her the puppy dog eyes, and she just kind of a shark, she, she, <laughs> a, a, a walking shark, a, walk, a, a land shark, a walking shark. That could be cute. Um, yeah. I suppose that could be. Yeah, cute. no, it's adorable. If you, look at, if you look on the Facebook page, I got a picture. I got pictures of it. Now, um, I think if I'm remembering correctly, you probably would not have seen it yet. Um, in Fearless Number yeah. One, that anthology f- of female hero oh, stories. Right, right, right. Yeah, I believe issue one has an Elsa Bloodstone story with Jeff. Um, oh, sweet! Yeah, and it's yeah, he's adorable. It's really cute. Oh my god! Well, here's the oh, hope, yeah. and Jeff has longevity. Yeah, right. Like I don't know if we're ever gonna see Jeff yeah, again. A hundred issues of hey, Jeff. I want to know who just gave us the angry face. I saw that. Somebody gave us an angry face. Uh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it, it was me. I don't know. <laughs> so the other thing I the other thing I want to talk about, guys, is I I, I need your help with something. Uh, so as is that you know, you? I'm yeah. I'm in the process of putting together my own podcast. Yes. And uh, we we found out that the name we were going to use we can't use. Why? Uh, uh, someone else has already got it. What were you going to call it? So story bleed. Story bleed. Um... Yeah. Someone else. Uh, it, some like obscure literary magazine has it and I contacted them to see if we could use it and I haven't heard back and I'd rather err on the side of safety so Chris yeah. and I are talking Chris wants to just just knock it down to just call it the bleed because it's Warren Ellis centric uh, I I like that one but I, I think I also wanted to try Planet Fiction which is the the title of the story arc in Planetary, where they launched the ship into a fictional universe. Man, I would look into I that one. I bet that's taken. I bet Planet Fiction's got it. That's that's pretty easy. No, it's I not. I like the I bleed, look. dude. I like the bleed. I actually like Planet Fiction. I, I think it's catchier. Whatever. It's more memorable. I mean, I guess. But if you're talking to directly to Warren Ellis nerds, yeah, they're gonna know what Planet Fiction is. They, sure, they are, but they're instantly gonna know like these guys are real nerds if the show is called The Bleed. I think Planet Fiction is nerdier than The Bleed. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, my vote is for Planet Fiction, Jeff. I think it's a really great name. Okay. All right. But hey. So. I'm, I'm voting so, for The so, Bleed. So, so Joe and I are for Planet Fiction and you and Chris are for The Bleed. There you this go. This is going to be a great podcast. This has put you exactly <laughs> where you were. You're back at zero now. Right? Uh, you know what? <laughs> uh, po- post a poll in the fan group. Yeah. Put a poll up. See what people think. I let, think. Yeah, I think I will. Let the fan yeah. group decide. I love it. Go to the fan group. Vote on the name that. of uh, or pff, vote on the name of this new <laughs> Warren Ellis Welcome back. podcast. Welcome back. We lost you there for oh, a second. Yeah, I think I had a stroke. <laughs> I have, my allergies are raging this morning. I feel like I'm stoned. Oh, oh. bad bad news, Jeff. Patrick says I just registered both of those names. Contact me to work out a deal for rights. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, shit. That's your fault for All doing right. this on the internet in front of God and everybody, okay? <laughs> you got to be better about this, Jeffrey. Come on. All right, we got somebody else trying to get in here, so we're going to let you go. Always nice to talk to you, Jeff, with your answer, Jeff, you the land shark. I like it. I love it, too. Jeff, the land shark. 402-819-4894. Um, Comet the super horse. Where did Comet come from? You're not ready for this. Oh, just lay it on me. <laughs> Comet was one of a series of superpowered animals. Uh, we already know that. Yes. Oh, shit. All right. Okay, good. Thank you. Put a pin in it. Whew. I was feeling sick to my stomach. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover Caller. Who this? It's Brett Merriman. Brett Merriman? Hello, Brett. The Brett Merriman? The Brett Merriman. Okay, good. I want to make sure. The very same. What are we rapping about today, Brett? Oh, well, thank you for asking. <laughs> I'm the king of rock. There is not higher. Sucker MCs, you call me sire. To burn my kingdom, you must use fire. I, I won't, won't stop, stop rock until I retire. retire. <laughs> run, run DMC. No copyrighted music on our show. <laughs> he just wanted to rap him. That and was bounce. it. He just wa- oh, I see. I asked him what he wants to rap about, oh. and he laid down some flow. I get it. That was I very clever. That was very clever. Uh. Well, I hope he hung up on purpose because that was a pretty baller move. I don't know. I think so. I liked it. Uh, Comet the Superhorse. Comet the Superhorse. <clears throat> Comet was Supergirl's pet horse and, well, in his human form as Bill Starr. What? He was a centaur? Her brief boyfriend. <laughs> oh, my God. Comet also had a brief romance with Lois Lane in her comic book. They both had sex with a horse? They. I don't know if they had sex, <laughs> Matt. It was the 60s. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. You just pulled us out of some serious shit, and I'm glad you did. Caller, who this? <laughs> this is Ethan. Ethan. This is All the right. sick version of Ethan. 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 Uh, he's under the weather, this guy. You are? You're sick? He's going to spread his virus. I'm dying. Oh, God. Oh, this might be my last call ever. Oh. No. Sorry to hear that. We'll say something nice at your funeral, though. Oh, nice. You better be there. Or at least we'll stand in the back. I'm actually just going to be hiding up in the attic watching you like Huckleberry Finn, seeing if you do come. I'm going to stand in the back and make fart noises. It's going to be great. What do you want to wrap about, Ethan? <laughs> uh, quickly, I was going to give you favorite uh, pet, and then I wanted to talk about black science. So first, uh, I'd say my favorite pet is Ampersand from uh, Why the Last Man. Man. Yeah, great I answer. I can't believe that didn't come up yet. Great answer. Ampersand was awesome. The yeah. monkey from Why the Last Man. Man, that last issue. Oh, oh, it's just tore my heart off. Yeah, no spoilers, but something happens to Ampersand and it's very sad. <laughs> no spoilers to why the last man, you know, it's yeah. Yeah, it's only it's 10 20, years old 22 year old comic, I think. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> black science. Let's talk about black science. So, so yeah, you read I, the you read the I finale. I just finished the show last night where you uh, Joe says he's not current but so joe you read the last issue though yeah i just went for only it. the last issue mm-hmm. i read the first few and then the last one and we said we <laughs> wanted to hear from somebody who's on the whole ride that's you okay and what about you matt i am going to finish this weekend i am four issues behind oh okay that's my that's my sunday reading because i i think that last issue i think i believe they said too that the last two issues were going to be one but it was just too massive so they split it up so, Joe, you might want to go read the previous issue and then that because it will make a little bit more okay. sense of what's going on. Yeah. Um, but it's hard, I think, for series to really stick the landing of making it feel satisfying, even in, like, TV shows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just, 
I really liked how he wrapped this up. I thought it was just a really beautiful way of, especially with who the character of Grant is of him just like always getting in his own way and making terrible decisions. And, uh, uh, not, I'm trying not to do any like spoilers cause yep. not much, but basically he, he gave the ending, uh, the last two issues, like split it between basically, uh, what would be happening if he took like two different options. Right. And you don't really know why they're doing that. It's, it's almost like, Oh, what's going to happen. But in the um, end, how that explains it, it's like, Oh, I see. And just how he's always making his, uh, situation worse and then in one situation it ties back to like in the first probably 20 issues it ties something back to it and i just really loved it a lot remender's my favorite writer any anyway yeah. but i just thought yeah. he he just killed it so i'm excited Especially to read with the such a wild and depressing ride <laughs> yeah yeah i would say more stressful than fear agent honestly and fear agent was Man, <laughs> hard to read at times. <laughs> uh, yeah, I loved it. And he, he, he doesn't was... write very happy stuff, but it, it gives it a happy and a sad end. Nice. And so yeah, yeah. It, it's That's very, awesome. Very Reminder-ish. Reminder definitely loves to torture his characters. That's it, like, yeah, loves to torture his characters. And I like that. That wasn't me. I didn't give those hearts. Somebody else just gave hearts. Yeah, but you keep giving angry faces, so stop it. No, I gave hearts earlier. Mm. Those were hearts. I was going heart, 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 heart. Mm. I saw my friend Rymo joined, and I was like, oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and Deadly Class just came back, too, on the new arc, and I just got to say, it's still it's my favorite comic out there. So if I you gotta, guys aren't reading I have these Deadly huge class, gaps. I oh need to get God. caught up on these I got to catch books. up on Deadly Class. I am way behind a Deadly Class. Because I loved Deadly Class. It is so and I only made it, friggin' good. I think I only made it like through the first 20 issues I'm so bummed before I that, fell behind. that TV show got canceled, too. The TV it show was awesome. Oh wonderful. I was heartbroken when that got yeah, man. not picked back up. Ugh. Breaks my heart. Uh, Ethan, Ethan, thank you for Ethan, your call, buddy. Before we let you oh, go. Before we let you go. And while Jonathan Sims is watching... We got a t-shirt design, so we should Ooh. talk oh, yeah, yeah. about what to do. We'll, we'll hit you up real soon here. We have a design, and it's awesome. Jonathan Sims made it. He's a badass. Skelenaut.com. Check him out. Yeah. There you go. I can do that. Happy awesome. to help you guys. I'd love to uh, be involved and get us all decked out. Thanks, buddy. Awesome. We'll talk to you soon about it, all right? Okay. Sounds good. All right. Get, where, get better, bud. Coming soon. Hats, wristbands, beanies. Uh, visors yeah it's gonna visors that's right dude uggs <laughs> it's gonna be amazing <laughs> comment comment the super horse okay jesus comment the super horse was a hold on let me turn off the voicemail <laughs> like it's 11 50 but right. we just got to get into this comment the super horse was supergirl's pet horse that could assume human form and date the ladies oh my god uh he dated both supergirl and lois lane and as he described to her telepathically he was originally a centaur in ancient Greece named Byron. What? The witch Circe gave him a potion to turn him fully human after he prevented an evil sorcerer poisoning her water, but by mistake made him fully horse instead. Mm. Oh my god. Oh my god. Unable and editors to, thought this was okay. Unable to reverse the spell, she instead gave him superpowers, including immortality. <laughs> 
<laughs> you get to be a horse forever. Whoops. The good news is uh, you're never going to die. Oh, God. The sorcerer, not Cersei, the evil sorcerer, asked his teacher to help him against Byron, and they were able to imprison him on an asteroid in the constellation of Sagittarius. <laughs> Isn't that a little on the nose? However, <laughs> when Supergirl's rocket passed by, it broke the force field, enabling him to escape. So he like flew behind. So, okay, let's. The just, rocket flew by the asteroid and knocked up. him loose. Let's back up. The rocket flew by the asteroid and knocked him loose. Yes, and like, and he was able to escape. Broke the force field. So he came to Earth later after he meeting. Flew behind it. He can fly. He's got super. Yeah. yeah okay. He can fly. I mean, yeah. 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 He's tricky. The super uh, horse. Later, he's comet. Comet the Superhorse. Later, after meeting Supergirl, he went on a mission with her to the planet Xerox. Yeah. X-E-R-O-X? Z-E-R-O-X. Oh, okay. Uh, where a magic spell was cast that turned him into a human, but only while a comet passed through the solar system. As a human, he adopted the identity of Bronco Bill Starr, a rodeo <laughs> trick writer. <laughs> Whom Supergirl fell in love with. Bronco so, Bill. Because he was like, ah, he used to be a horse. I guess I'll ride him. Born a centaur. Born a centaur. Turned into a horse. Turned into a horse. Turned into a human that could only be sometimes human. When comets. When comets pass through the solar right. system. Gee, what a wild ride. Holy shit. That's 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 worse than the chimp stowed away on a rocket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Like, these guys are on drugs, this right? This is the heartbreaking epic of Comet the Superhorse. <laughs> Uh, I would call this the ballad of Comet the Superhorse. <laughs> though they are unrelated, Comet's powers are similar to those of Superman and Supergirl. What was Lois doing dating Bronco Bill? I don't know. Uh, he a can, rodeo writer? He could fly. He had super strength and super speed. He also had telepathy and telescopic vision. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait a second. Apparently, due to the potion Cersei gave him, he has the might of Jupiter, the wisdom of Athena, the so speed like of Mercury, thing? and the telepathic powers of Neptune. You know, Neptune, famous telepath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, he is unaffected by kryptonite and red suns because he's not Kryptonian. No. And each time a comet passes through the solar system he is uh, he, that he's in, he turns into a man. I, I hate that so much. Oh, but <laughs> get this. Uh, for a brief transition period... He's a centaur again. <laughs> so he goes from horse to centaur to man and then back to horse. Did he date anybody while he was a centaur? <sighs> because I'm saying that's still bestiality. I don't care if you're human from the. Like, I don't. I don't want to. Which, and the whole idea of the centaur is totally stupid because like, think about it. It's like you have four legs and then where the horse's head is, there's a body and another head with two more arms. So you have like six legs and have like two arms yeah, and four yeah. legs. Right. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. centaurs are weird. Wow. Uh, yeah. I'm a little bit. That made me sick. I feel like I'm worse off knowing. I know, I know, I know. I feel like I just did a shot of really gnarly alcohol. Uh, <laughs> like, all right. Hey. Uh, all right. Jimmy Randall. Take it away. Make oh. some fart noises. G'day, g'day, everybody. Jimmy Randall, MP3 question of the week. Um, so my favorite pet. It used to be, my favorite pet in comics used to be Terra, Billy Butcher's bulldog from The Boys. Like, cool okay. little dude. Yeah. You know, he humps things on command. Yeah. Um, and, you know, pretty tragic story arc, but I won't spoil it for you guys that have yet to read it, or hopefully he's in season two of the show. Like, what happens to Terra? 
leads to one of the most cathartic moments I've ever had reading a comic book. Um, If you've read it and you know what happens with uh, Jack from Jupiter, then you'll know what I'm talking about. But he used to be my favourite, but after a bit of reflection, I'm going to have to go with um, Ampersand from Why the Last Man. There we go. He wasn't so much of a pet, more like a a major character, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Felt a lot for him. Really tragic. You know, I, I defy anyone to read that book and not tear up at the end. So, oh, yeah. Sorry, Tara. Um, you are no longer my favorite. It's all about ampersand. Oh, I got someone at the door. What's this? Oh, shit. It's Billy Butcher. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, man. I still love your dog. All right, mate. Listen. No dog of mine is going to come second to a fucking monkey, no matter what the stakes. Fucking MP3s for a comic book podcast. I don't give a fuck, mate. Um, oh, I'm sorry, man. Billy. Uh, uh, well, you're in for it now. I mate, think that was Jimmy. Mate. Having a reaction. Fuck it. Oh, shit. All right, guys. Well, it looks like I'm in for a, in for a wild ride. Uh, I'll, Solid I'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> oh, wow. Man. That was theatric. There was a point where I didn't know who was farting. Was it Carl Urban? Is Carl Urban there? I don't know. I was taken away by the farts. Uh, (laughs) That's the whole thing. Jonathan Sims uh, says, in addition to our T-shirts and whatnot, thongs, temporary tattoos, mood rings. Of course. Uh, And Patrick says, bestiality depends on what hole is doing what. Mm, I don't know if I Like, if you're using your your human stuff. Yeah still have a horse body but you're not a horse i don't disagree but you do have a horse's wiener <laughs> yeah giant horse giant <laughs> horse dick hi guys this is anthony from connecticut my quick answer to this week's question is lucky the dog from hawkeye but lucky. i'm really calling to defend joe and Pizza tell dog. that he's straight up wrong legends of tomorrow is one of the best shows on right now oh, thank you i might even be enjoying it more than the flesh hmm this show has embraced the crazy time travel premise, and it is rolling with it. I mean, this is the show that brought us the Justice Society of America. So right now I'm catching up on last season. I love that it is magic-based and that Constantine is hanging around. Thomas F. Wilson, the one and only Biff, showing up was fun casting. This guy is a good actor. Just go back and watch his role as the gym coach on Freaks and Geeks. Biff yes. is great. Yeah, the show's humor is great. Joe, the Groundhog Day inspired episode is one of the best. I just wish they would bring in more DC characters. And how is there a DC show about time travel and Booster Gold hasn't shown up yet? Uh, I know. Yeah. So to summarize, Legends of Tomorrow is great. Matt is wrong. Joe is right. And Crisis on Infinite Earths will be insane. I'm so okay, excited. Later. Uh, that was Anthony Drago, who, uh, who had is- technical issues last week. Thanks for oh, getting that it. strained Good. out, Anthony. Um, and hiding under his bed while he recorded this. He like, was very, like, yeah, he was very. This is Anthony. I can't let them hear me. <laughs> he was very chill. That's he was all, very totally chill. Fine. I dig it. Uh, I, Anthony, I love Legends of Tomorrow. I love it so much. It's so good. Um, I agree. I wish there were more DC characters, but that show kind of bends over backwards to like not show them using their powers so much because the budget's not big enough. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> um, <laughs> like. Uh, Commander Steel. I don't know if they call him Commander Steel. I don't. I. Uh, I don't think they do. I think they might. Um, but like, I think he only like steeled up like maybe twice <laughs> this last season. <laughs> um, yeah, and Firestorm's not on the show anymore, and Kid Flash isn't on the show anymore, and the Adam hardly ever suits up. It's like, 
Come on, guys. <laughs> well, you know, they're, they're working on the cheap. I get it. Introduce some non-powered DC characters. Sure. Huh? Who knows? How about that? They're much cheaper. Yeah. All right. We got a voicemail from our very own Jason Sachs. Oh, I just want to say uh, Jimmy Randall's uh, email says, sup, my homies, suck on this one. Peace and love. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> very heartfelt. Hey, guys, it's Jason Sachs. Got another run today, so I have to call in early. Um, so who is your favorite pet or animal in comics? So um, I'm not sure if he qualifies as a pet as much as just another supporting character uh, which is, uh, okay, so a couple weeks ago I called in and talked about American Flag being like a great uh, show to make, or a uh, great comic to make into a show or a movie. Yeah, the dog. Um, one of the great supporting characters in American Flag was a, ca- a cat named Raul, oh. who could talk and who occasionally had prosthetic arms and was kind of this foul mouth, kind of asshole-ish creature. <laughs> uh, like Howard Chaikin asked where he would just kind of be this buddy who would hang out with, with uh Ruben Flag, who would just kind of do his own thing and kind of just be this interesting kind of complex character. And I love Raul the Cat. Sorry, I can't talk very clearly this morning. Anyway, hope you're having a good day. Talk to you later. Bye. Raul the Cat. Very good. <laughs> I forgot about that's Raul. A deep, that's a deep cut. That is extremely, but that's what you get when you talk to Jason Sachs. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. Enjoy your run. I hope you, it is a success. Hope you win. If I don't you know don't, if, that's, if it's measured in those terms. If but you don't win, don't come back, all right? No oh losers man, on this we show. We got another voicemail. No losers on this show. Uh, yeah, one more voicemail. Let's we'll see who it is. I, f- I fragged it. Oh, it's James Kaplan. Yeah. Play. There we go. So James must have been, just been trying to get in. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, well. Hey, guys, James Kaplan here trying to call in um, with an answer to the question of the week. I feel like this is such an obvious answer. The answer is crypto. Obviously, crypto is I mean, crypto. He's crypto. He's like, crypto. I don't know how. Crypto is crypto. Any other answer. The only other answer I would think of, at least for me, would be Lockjaw because, you know, he's a giant dog. He's incredibly loyal and he teleports. So, like. You know, that's hard to beat, too. So uh, those would be one of the two answers that I would accept. Uh, The other thing I just wanted to say was, and I'm sure this is probably coming up as a topic, but I'm so, so excited for the Crisis on Infinite Earths TV crossover. And I know they had a that Brandon Rouse was going to be playing his um, Superman character, but like the Kingdom Come version. But like with those actual images, oh, my God, I'm so excited. And I always feel like he was sort of done dirty with respect to that Superman Definitely. movie. Like, it was not a good movie. It had a lot of problems. Um, and they kind of gave his character a creepy sort of stalker arc. Yeah. But um, his performance was not the problem with that movie. So right. anyway, uh, hope you guys are doing well. Take care. Yeah. James, I totally agree. That was back when Brandon Ralph was like almost famous. He was going to be like huge. And yeah. then it was like, nah, now you're on the Legends of the DC TV. Well, show. I mean, he's still <laughs> Brandon Ralph. He was in movies. Yeah. Like people know who he yeah. is. It's been a while since he was <clears throat> huge, though. You know, uh, had, did you see? No did you problem. see that did. Kingdom Come Superman picture? And I and it made me remember, like, I had no issues with Brandon yeah. Ralph as Superman. He was great. Uh, the movie was bad. He this, was great. I mean, this crossover is going to be buck wild. They keep, they keep announcing like. Tom Welling and Erica Durance are coming back to play Clark Kent and Lois Lane. Yeah, it's a whole Linda Carter's going to be on it. They've got like a whole uh, celebrity Ward's going to be on guest it. list for Motor City like Comic Con is uh, showing up. John you know? Wesley <laughs> Ship is coming back to play the Flash. It's just like announcement after announcement. It's like everything, every version of these characters you've seen on screen right. somewhere. 
they're trying to get it. Ridiculous. Uh, except for Michael Rosenbaum's Lex Luthor, because <laughs> uh, basically, uh, apparently the deal to come back and play is uh, not great. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like practically no money. Yeah. And it's like going to a con. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, it's like uh, no thanks, I got, I got a job. Yeah, everybody else is doing it because they're unemployed. <laughs> right. All right, let's get to our answers. Uh, I love crypto, and I thought it might be crypto, but I had to be honest with myself. It's Lockjaw. It's Ace the Bat Hound. No, it's oh. Lockjaw. It's Lockjaw. <laughs> like, I am so happy every time that character shows up. Yeah, I loved Lockjaw. And, and Lockjaw, like, like, genuinely loved Kitty, and yeah. Kitty genuinely loved Lockjaw. You're thinking of Lockheed. I'm talking about Lockjaw. Oh, sorry, Lockjaw. The, lock, the Inhumans the dog. The Inhumans My, dog. Pardon me. Uh, I love that stupid dog. He's great. And... When, like, Donnie Cates killed him in Death of the Inhumans, I was legit upset. You threatened Donnie Cates live. I did. On the internet. And it all got better at the end. Lockjaw's fine. Yeah. Um, but I love him so much. There, uh, there's, a, there's a great uh, collection of scenes. I don't remember where it was originally introduced. But uh, th- there was this idea. Somebody told Ben Grimm... Uh, Lockjaw is not a dog. Lockjaw is an inhuman. Yeah. And the Terrigen Mist mutation caused him to take that form. Turn into a giant pug. He's not a dog. (laughs) He's a man. Right. Uh, And for years, Ben Grimm, like, talked to him like a person. Yeah. And in Peter David's X Factor, I think it's Strong Guy who's talking to Lockjaw, like, trying to have a conversation with Lockjaw. And Quicksilver's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he tells the story about what Ben Grimm told him. And, and Quicksilver's like, no, no, no. They were just, they just said that to fuck with him. Lockjaw is a dog. <laughs> they were just playing a prank on the thing. Oh, that's great. Yeah, like Lockjaw is a dog. He's yeah. just a big, dumb dog that teleports. <laughs> but like, for great. years, people were treating him like a human being. That is so good. Uh, yeah, it's such a great scene. Peter David's X Factor is wonderful, by the way. It is wonderful. It. My answer is Zabu. Oh, Zabu. I love Zabu. Kazar's giant saber tooth tiger. Zabu really your favorite. Totally. Absolutely. It was, it was either going to be, uh, I keep, now you messed me up with this Lockjaw Lockheed thing. It was either going <laughs> to be Kitty's Dragon or it was going to be Zabu. I always loved Zabu. The idea of a dude and his like, monster pet that does adventure shit together like i love kazar totally yeah, love kazar i love kazar too and they've like kazar's running around in the agents of wakanda no zabu bullshit i don't know where zabu is i know he's got to be there he's got to be but there i loved it and like in that run where uh the mark wade run where kazar and shana had a kid and Zabu, and it was constantly pulling Zabu's hair and climbing on Zabu. And and Zabu was just like, ah, whatever, you know, like, and would sleep and the baby would cuddle up with it. Oh, it was so cute. It <laughs> is pretty it. cute. I'm trying to, f- I'm trying to find that Avengers cover for the issue they were introduced because I have a memory of Zabu being on the cover, but I don't remember. What I believe issue. Zabu was on the cover. Yes. What issue was it? I can't tell you off the top of my head. Facebook peeps. Does anyone know what cover that was? Um, teen dog does not count as a pet. I'm sorry. Teen dog is not a pet. Teen dog is teen dog. Because he exists in an anthropomorphic world. Yes, he is just teen dog, but he rules. I do love teen dog. Yes. (laughs) Teen dog totally rules. All Uh, right. This is exciting podcasting, Joe Patrick. Why don't instead of doing this, you give us a question of the week and I will look. Zabu is on the cover. Okay. So he's there. He's there. He just, they just didn't feature Zabu so much. Close call. That was a close call. 
All right. Our new question. Oh, that was the forums. Sorry. I wanted to have the news up. This week's question was submitted by Brian Domingos via the THN forums. Okay. Battle Chasers had a big collection released this week, and I can't help but think of the poor souls picking it up that have been hanging on to the memory of what could have been for 21 plus years. What is your unreasonable comics loyalty? Unreasonable comics loyalty. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. That is a really good one. Everyone's going to know my answer. Yeah, that's a really (laughs) good one. We will get to that next week. Uh, Thank you to everybody that called in to talk about your favorite super pet. I am sorry you had to hear that shit about I'm not. You know what? I'm not. the super horse. (laughs) It's important to remember our history. We need to know where we came from. (laughs) Yes. And to see how far we've come. Yes, truly. (laughs) Uh, I want to take a minute to thank everybody uh, that came out to donate for our fundraiser for the family of our friend Matt Huckins, who passed away. Uh, James Kaplan, Jason Sachs, Carl Smith. Totally awesome. Uh, Thank you, guys. uh, Joe Rinkley. uh, People I'm forgetting to mention that are definitely listening right now. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to keep uh, the fundraiser is going to run for about a month or longer if there's still interest. Sure. Um, we've already raised almost a thousand dollars in like less than two days. It's outstanding, and I can't thank you enough. Uh, the links to the fundraiser for our fundraiser and also the meal donation fundraiser that their yes. friends set up they're going to be in the show notes for each episode going forward until it's done. Uh, but thank you again. Please consider donating uh, if you can, and if you can't. Uh, spread the word. Yeah. Spread the word. And it's shit like this. It makes the comic community just amazing. Yes. And, and you guys, thank you so much. Yeah. Like I, bottom I'm, of our I'm hearts. Seriously. Like so deeply moved by your generosity. It's really wonderful. All right. Enough of this crap. We got to get back to our other show where we make dick and fart jokes. Yeah. Farts. For now, this is the two headed nerd signing off. I want more teen dog though. Wow. <laughs>